tía, 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 tía. Tu monedero, tu monedero. Es azul como de metal, es azul de metal, es azul de metal. Tía, 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 tía. Tus manos largos la dicen. Chiquichiqui, 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 Tu amigo locutor, programador y muy bien desconocido, Doctor G. Y su cómplice, el chivo. Y el Manolo Diabólico, que aquí están, estoy muy excitado por el show de esta noche. <risa> Tan Qué excitado guay. que se te mocha la palabra. Excitado. Estoy bien tamudeando. Oye, no se le vaya a parar el corazón, güey, because you're too excited for tonight, man. Um, Oye, hablando de Excited, ¿sí más claro en ese chicle? El Manolo, sí, güey. El Tutti Frutti. El Tutti Frutti. Mira, Santa Sabina representa, yo creo, lo que estamos tratando de convivir esta noche con ustedes aquí en mi vecindad. Ese sonoro gótico, latino, ¿no? En especial con Santa Sabina bueno, representando... ¿Latino México, o ¿no? mexicano? Bueno, por eso te digo, Porque en como este sentido. Como Santa Sabina y la castañeda, uh -huh. muy único a México, el sonido gótico, darky de México. Es el playlist de esta noche. Eh, eh, okay. eh, bueno, mira, vamos a seguir y luego Manon nos va a presentar algo muy especial esta noche. Por eso está excitado y luego de ahí, bueno, él mismo va a describir lo que está pasando esta noche. Vamos a seguir. ¿A dónde nos llevas, Chivo? Bueno, no a México. Vamos a ir a Sudamérica, güey. A Perú, con una banda que se llama FM. Y la canción La Luna. I really like FM. Um, they're really good post-punk from Lima. Perú. Up and coming. But they're really, really good. FM, La Luna. Aquí en mi vecindad, la banda Elástica Radio.
Acaban de escuchar a Rata Negra con la canción que tendrá una banda que aquí tocamos aquí bastante en uh -huh. mi vecindad. Antes Rata Negra era Juanita y Juanita y los Feos. They're since no longer. And they've right. been doing Rata Negra for the last three or four years. De Madrid, Rata Negra con la canción que tendrá antes de eso FM con la canción La Luna de Lima, Perú. Um, but now, now we're leaving mi vecindad, well, staying in mi vecindad, but pursuing and inviting somebody to join us, right, Manolo? Tenemos como invitado especial esta noche a David Betancourt. David es el cantante de la banda Detura y también tiene un proyecto solista conocido como Shanks FM. Le quiero decir muchas gracias a mi chica Ariana. Um, thanks, Ariana. Um, she's been longtime friends with uh, Andy Pohl, the uh, owner of Sell the Heart Records, also the uh, guitarist for Tsunami Bombs. She was able to get an early single release uh, of the uh, song Fantasma from Datura off their new album, Arcano Chemical. And when I had a chance to listen to it, it just blew my mind. It's catchy. It's got great guitar hooks, and I, I just couldn't stop listening to it. I shared the song with uh, with you guys because, as we had talked um, in the past, uh, trying to support artists here locally, and by locally I mean artists aquí de los Estados Unidos, um, we come across them, you know, pretty infrequently, so whenever there's an artist who is super talented and um, fits the style of music that we're trying to support here on Mi Vecindad. I contacted David, you know, I reached out to him, you know, let him know that I had listened to a song and I super dug um, what they were doing. And if he was interested in coming on the show um, and uh, highlighting not only just uh, the Fantasma single, but also some of his other material. And as it turns out, um, he also has a solo project where he has um, additional material in Spanish, which we will talk about later. Es nuestro placer en presentarles a David Betancourt, el cantante de la banda Detura y del proyecta solista Shanks FM. David, welcome to Mi Vecindad. Well, I'm David Betancourt. Um... I am the artist known as Shanks FM, or I'm also in the band Datura. Um, and we just released a, a new album titled Arcano Chemical. Um, we just had our, our album release show yesterday here in our hometown. Nice. Uh, it was awesome, man. Just packed house. And, nice. you know, it's really good to see uh, people going to shows again, you know. All right. Help me out. Datura or Datura? I mean, Datura, you know, it's Datura, or, you know, some people call it Datura. And so, yeah, 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 no. So, but Datura, Datura, pues en español, I wanted to, you know, I, we tried to pick a name that was friendly in both languages, Spanish and English. You know, it's easy to say Datura, it's easy to say Datura, you know, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, nice. So, um, David, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been playing music? Este, and is, what are your artistical influences? 
Okay. Um, I've been playing music. I mean, I, I started playing the guitar when I was 10, 10 years old. My, my dad uh, put me through our lessons and I was doing guitar lessons probably for like three years. And then my, my teacher passed away um, and I, I stopped taking lessons, you know, since he passed. Um, and so uh, I was always into music growing up, you know, listening to Manac, Caifanes, Solesterio, you know, the rock and espanol, Fobia, uh, Maldita Vecindad, of course, you know, that kind of stuff. And, uh, but uh, yeah, ever since I was a little kid, I used to have like pots and pans that I used to like, <laughs> I nice. like los de papel, you know, mm -hmm. I would put stuff them like with um, toilet paper and then I'd tape them and then I would like beat the pans and stuff. And yeah, uh, I was always making my own little instruments out of like cardboard and stuff like that. Pero este, ya luego my dad bought me a guitar, big, big guitar. Y pues yo estaba chiquillo, you know, I was mm -hmm. just, and so um but yeah ever since then like he bought me that guitar he put me through lessons and he's kind of been the one that like supported me from the beginning to uh to make music and he he listens to rock and espanol también you know so uh, i think that's where i got that from and um growing up i uh I really got into the punk scene and so you know i had mohawk and spiky jackets and I, mean, I still have the jackets i just you know hardly wear them anymore but um but you know i just i was always into that dark dark music or post-punk and punk you know yeah we, um i didn't want to make any assumptions um because when i heard the song fantasma your spanish is excellent when you're singing the song it just sounds great so i was curious um immediately curious wanted to learn more about you as an artist and as a person um so curious about your background is spanish your first language and i did read in a couple of interviews um, that i found online that you had listed solasterio and caifanes as influences you mentioned your dad uh turned you on to this uh, type of music um cool yeah um so my dad is uh from michoacan Los Reyes, Michoacán, in Mexico. Uh, my mom's from Durango. Um, I was born here in Wenatchee, Washington. And, uh, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I grew up going to church, you know, and, you know, uh, Seventh-day Adventist. But uh, I'd always play the guitar in, like, the praise groups and youth groups, that kind of stuff. Um, but then later on, you know, I, I got out of the church and um, decided to do my own thing. Yeah. You know, uh, interesting that you mentioned that how we transform or trans, you know, transcend from being influenced, you know, from our parents and our culture and growing up as, as you know, especially in, in the in the religious sector. Um, but how impactful that is. You know, I recall being in church with my grandma and listening to the band play and it just took me there you know and so that that influence i could imagine that had some of a, of that uh, impact in, in in your creativity you know because i i like you know manolo mentioned earlier when i heard fantasma i was like okay yeah i, I want to know more so thank you yeah thank you yeah uh but yeah man for sure i just like la voz de solo stereo man that guy <laughs> that guy's got um, a voice Oh, and so 
Um, but also like my dad, when he would also listen to like Julio Iglesias, Jose Jose, you know, that kind of stuff. And I just gravitated toward those voices. Mm -hmm. uh, they were, they're really, really good singers, man. And, but then when, you know, you have singers like in rock and Espanol, like, uh, like, so Stereo, man, I was just like, dude, I love the sound of the guitar. I love mm -hmm. the drum of the voice, you know? And I think that that had a like really big influence on the way that I play, the way that I sound and the, you know, how it is. <laughs> so it kind of like, it's different because like, especially in your song Fantasma, because that was the first song that Manolo brought to us mm. and I listened to it and I'm like, the first thing I thought was like, this Vato has been listening to a lot of Caifanes first album because mm. your vocals <laughs> delivery mm -hmm. on that particular track sounds a lot like some of the first tracks of early early Caifanes from like 86 okay yeah. and then I listen to the rest of your album and then I'm going okay wait a minute there's definitely a lot of joy division going on in there there's also a lot of like post-punk that's happening in Europe right now not from the 80s but right now um and it's different we really like it here. So I want to maybe focus on your influences outside of that and what made you go in to do, because Fantasma is a little bit, that track especially is a little bit different from the rest of the album. So was there a direction you were going with that track specifically? I think it was all, uh, you know, it just depends on my mood, I suppose, you know, totally. and what's going on. Uh, like last year, it was it was a really rough year for me. So later on, you know, some of those songs like Loser, Disappointer, you know, just it was, all these songs have something personal, you know. Um, the, the song, like The Other Side, that one's about my brother who passed away when I was 16. Um, and so, yeah, I think it just depends on the mood before I write it, you know, but so I don't try to like go for, a, you know, a certain sound be like, I'm going to make a happy song. Hey. Or I'm going to make, you know, it's just, it just comes out and that's what I'm feeling at the time probably. So, yeah, uh, it is different though. There's a lot of, uh, a lot more guitar parts going on, you know, um, for that song, a lot of, a lot of changes, uh, but yeah, luego, like when it's in Espanol, I, I, I just feel a different way, you know? There's just a different vibe than, than writing it in English. So um, yeah, I'm not sure why, why the songs come out the way they do. They just come out, you know? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, they sound incredible. They're coming out great. Let's yeah. listen to Trapped, and then we can continue a little bit more with Shanks FM, David de Datura.
When I went through your discography, um, I noticed that Orphans was in your first EP that you guys released back in 2019, um, and it also shows up in Arcano Chemical. You guys have a lot of good songs. I say your first two EPs. Um, there's some good stuff on there. I was just curious as to what was the mindset um, to include it in Arcano Chemical once again? Uh, well, it's... Uh... It was the most listened song, most bought. It was the most um, um, listened to. You know, when you see the stats on like Bandcamp, or you know, some people had uploaded it on YouTube, and yeah, I mean, they asked us, and we're like, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, you know, it seemed like that was kind of the go-to for that EP, and then it was also kind of like to show the new listeners that we do have others like older stuff. Um, and so it's just kind of like, okay, let's bring, let's bring that back. So that way they can also check this out, you know? Um, so yeah, that was kind of the reasoning, just kind of like bringing it back and recycling it basically. It's a great song. So um, your band, um, from what I read on some of the interviews that you guys have done, is that Tiffany Schaefer, uh, your drummer, Jake St. John, your bassist. I love the way he plays bass. I love the way you play guitar. It, it just sounds so awesome layered um tell us a little bit about how you guys met what brought you guys together um and um, how you guys are crafting or creating your sound okay um well jake and i uh, met probably like in 2017 uh through a through a mutual friend and um our mutual friend wanted us to meet because you know he's like hey you like this kind of music you like this kind of music you guys should meet up maybe jam and so we did you know and we're like oh dude it'd be kind of cool to to like i don't know form a band you know and so uh we both knew tiffany through um through other bands and she would go to the shows um here and she's been in other punk bands and i've been in punk bands jake's been in punk bands and uh, I always wanted to start a post-punk kind of, you know, more dark wave, that kind of stuff. But punk rock still like today, there's a lot of punk bands here. Um, so it was a little bit different for us to 
bring this type of music here, you know? And so it's really cool because we have a lot of young listeners. We have older listeners. Like we play at wineries, which is odd for us <laughs> to be invited, but we've been, we've been getting invited to different wineries now. And um, so that's cool. But uh, so yeah, later on, Jake and I, we had a few songs and we we're like, man, we really need a drummer, you know? And so uh, we asked Tiffany cause she's really good. And she was like, yeah, I'll try it out, you know? And then later on she, uh, she um, joined us, you know, and decided to join us full time. And she, uh, she stopped playing with the other band and I stopped playing with my older band. Um, and so we just kind of dedicated ourselves more to full time. The yeah. Well, that leads to a question. What's the scene like in Wenatchee? Um, Wenatchee? It's small, but it's it's very strong. Like, you know, when we do have shows, we have this uh, bar called Wally's House of Booze. Um, and uh, this this guy that works there, his name's Ando. We call him Ando. Uh, he he brings a lot of a lot of artists over, you know, like you have bands like Total Chaos or The Toasters or um uh violent affair um i don't know like you know punk bands yeah. mm -hmm. punk usually because that's what he likes and so that's what he brings and uh but yeah we, we always have really good turnout at the shows um it's not always punk but you know we, we have a variety of people that like to go to those shows and so very supportive you know it's very good strong one of the questions that was in the back of my mind, um, because I think from what I was reading was that Wenatchee, Washington is a smaller community. And so when, you know, I came across you, the music that you're creating, I, my first, one of my first questions was um, regarding the racial diversity of Wenatchee. Um, is it a progressive, more of a centrist community? Um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the scene there? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, we do have a lot of Hispanics here, a lot of Hispanic people. Um, and so it's just mainly white people and, and Hispanics, mainly. It's um, the Apple capital of the world, right? Según dicen. Yeah, <laughs> it, used to, it used to be, but uh, I, think, I think Japan took that now. So mm. what's yeah. funny is... is Manolo and myself, we are from a town here originally in Watsonville here in California. We were the Apple capital when we were kids. And mm, then you right. guys all took it over in the late 80s, mm -hmm. you know, and, and then like, so it's funny when you were like, because um, we were originally from a small town. Our community is like, we were growing up, we were like 20, 25,000. Now we're up to about 50, 60, but like we would have to go to the other towns like Santa Cruz or San Francisco or San Jose, we have to drive, you know, 30, 45 minutes to an hour just to go to shows. So that's how we spent our youth just constantly like moving around until we started bringing the shows to our little town. So I was very interested to like hear about like, you know, your area. So it sounds kind of virtually the same as ours because ours is pretty much we're either like raza or white folk. It's, you know, we're like a hardworking Capesino town yeah. full of agriculture. That's all we are over here, right. you know, but we live so close to the Bay Area 
to where like, you know, you drive an hour and you're in the big city and all this stuff, but you know, so it's kind of, you know, very it's, similar. It's, it's, it's great. Like when I'm looking at you, David, it's, uh, it's, it's like looking in the mirror. It's, it's, it's our story. Geography is a little bit different. You know, of course you're, you're a lot younger than we are, but a lot of, a lot of what you're going through, it's just, yeah, a lot of similarities there. When I was going through your um, discography, both for the band Batura and also for your single project, Shank FM, I, I noticed that between May of 2020 and October of 2020, Datura didn't release any music. Um, however, as Shank FM, you released four singles. But yeah, so when, when COVID hit, 2020, right? And so that's when we kind of were like, okay, maybe we should you know, like, I don't know, like, what do we do? Not practice. So we didn't practice for a little bit, but I kept making music, you know, and I kept doing my, my solo stuff. And so I had Shanks FM a long time ago. Um, and I'd release stuff here and there. And it didn't really have like a certain sound that I was going for. I was just writing music and that was it. Like just whatever pops up, pops up. And then, uh, but then I was like, well, dude, like, obviously this is a weird time for the whole world, you know? And I was like, well, sweet quarantine. And so I, I went and recorded that song and then uh, made a music video for it, released it. It was well received. Um, and I, you know, I started getting attention from certain labels and uh, a lot of people, it was just weird. Cause like on Facebook, just a bunch of people were like, adding me adding me adding me and I was like dude this is getting crazy like what the heck's going on you know um but yeah it was just like all in that little span of like at first we we took like maybe a couple months off of Datura but that's when I had had written Scarecrow had written Sweet Quarantine X-Eyes um so yeah and I was like hey this is kind of cool like oh I'm gonna keep re releasing singles you know um, it's a cool way to just kind of keep relevant, you know, how to, how like, just stay like, I don't know, how do you say? Active. Keep doing it, yeah. Engage. Just, you know, like, just keep, keep the attention there. Like, yeah. once a month or every two months, like, drop something. Here you go. And another, you know, or whatever. So, uh, so that was cool. And then finally, Datura and, and I started, we started practicing again and, and that we started shifting, you know, the the focus on Datura again. So nice. So Scarecrow is the one song that I found on Bandcamp as a as Shank FM in oh. Spanish. So let's go ahead and uh, listen to it.
Let me let me tell you, you're very fortunate that, uh, and I would say that if a good goth would never turn away a good bottle of wine. So you're very fortunate to be playing at these wineries, man. From what I yeah. understand, a good goth loves a good bottle of wine. You know? I do. I do like yeah. wine. That's what I was sipping on yesterday or nice. Saturday. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. You know, if you ever want to remember your punk rock roots, you can just grab a bottle of red wine, dump it into a big old cup, and then throw in Coca-Cola. Coke. And then call it a calimocho. And that's what all the old punk rockers from España and País Vasco and France would do. Calimochos, you know. And that's like Escorbuto and all those bands. That's what they would drink. You know, yeah. it's nasty. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's, um, it's yeah, no, but it's it's like try it once. Try it once. Try it once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I love Escorbuto, man. That's mm. that's a great band. Oh yeah, sure. we play Escorbuto here a lot. Definitely. So, David, este, when I was looking, reading your bio, este, I love the bands that you, and you can hear it in your music, The Cure, Susie and the Banshees, Bauhaus, Chameleons, Depeche Mode, um, Dead Can Dance. Este, I think it was maybe a few years ago, maybe three or might have been five years ago. Um, I actually got a chance to see the Chameleons in Oakland. I love that band. So yeah. it's, it's great to hear, you know, younger generations. Um listening to that style of music. I was curious because all, everything that you guys had done before Arcano Chemical was in collaboration with, uh, with another producer guy. Um, how did you connect with Andy Pohl, um, guitarist of Tsunami Bombs and of uh, Sell Your Heart Records? Um, well, I think that was more Jake. Jake had um, maybe reached out and, or uh, I, I honestly don't, I don't recall, man. I guess, I think it was Jake's, you know, Jake is the one that, that connected us. So Jake and Andy. Yeah. Are you planning on coming out to California, Bay area uh, or Southern yeah. Cal? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, we just need to make sure that we have our vacation hours and that kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah, we'd like to go out there for sure. Um, we talked to Ian Hurtado. Uh, he does the Batcave Nights, San Francisco. And uh, we had, well, before COVID, we had asked him um, if he'd be interested in having us over there. And he's like, yeah, he's like, just let me know when you guys want to come. So uh, that, uh, we have friends, you know, in LA, I got asked um, a while back, I think during COVID, but um, I got asked a while back about, if I was interested in playing uh, for part-time punks, uh, Echoplex, I believe, in L.A. Mm -hmm. yeah. Echo Park. Echo Park, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's an Echo Park. I don't know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, well, I mean, we're interested in going down there, just trying to make the schedules fit, and that's probably the harder part. You know, don't shy away from coming down to California and hit Northern California. So it's a long drive for you guys, though, because from – to go all the way down to LA. I mean, you're, you're right. But I mean, I think right. you guys would be very successful down there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Definitely in the Bay area, yeah. maybe even Bay Sacramento area. too. Yeah. yeah. Nor NorCal is definitely friendlier towards uh, post-punk and dark wave. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, Southern California, 
not so much, but with certain bands, you could like really break some barriers down. You know what I'm saying? And and go from Come there. Come and play with prayer. Prayer, <laughs> prayers, yeah, yeah. Prayers on the they're on a different level though. You know? They are. They're yeah. they're that guy's crazy though, dude. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, he is. But that's what I mean. He's, he's you like, know, there's only one cholo goth. So it's yeah. about those like, you know, you don't have to sock check him, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, him and. And uh, the president from Ukraine, you don't have to sock check that guy, dude. That guy's like, you know, he's all about it. David, este, how, tell us about the evolution of Datura, Datura Sound from your first EP to your new album. And will we hear more songs in Spanish in the future? Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. We already have songs that we wrote after we recorded the, the album. Uh, we have already a song in Spanish. I would like to add more and maybe have like two or three instead of just one. Um, and uh, the evolution of the sound, um, I think that at first we were like trying, we were trying to have like that post-punk sound, like more, like, you know, more chorus on the guitar or more chorus on the bass and, you know, a little more reverb on the vocals, that kind of, you know, that kind of deal. But uh, I think that over time, we're just starting to find our sound, like at what, what we feel more comfortable with. And, uh, and like, I don't know, like we're, we're starting to feel like more, um, more confident behind what we're doing, you know? And so I think that uh, instead of getting comfortable, like just being like, hey, you know, this is what we sound like. What I'd like to do is expand on the sound, change, you know, uh, effects on the guitar maybe, or use different effects for vocals and uh, kind of grow off of what we've already kind of established as the bass, you know? And I'd like to kind of start expanding the sound um, and see what we can do, you know? I want to see what we're made of, so. So when I was listening to the album, the song that I, besides Fantasma, that I connected with was Disappointer. Like I immediately connected to that song, that feeling of that you were talking about in that song. I was like, oh man, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, that song, man, that's, that's, that's definitely like how I felt, you know, I felt like I was just, doesn't matter what I do, like, I'm going to disappoint you, you know, like, fuck it, Chingos even try, you know, like, all right, whatever. I was, I was like, seriously, like, depressed, man. I was drinking a lot. I was like, I would go to the park and like, sleep under a tree. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, do that. I don't do that. I don't go, bump, you know, I'm not like, I don't do that. So. Been there, but, done that. Yeah, man, it's, it's a it's sad fun. thing. But, <laughs> But I, it makes for good music, I guess, you know. But uh, okay, David, thanks for thanks for sharing the uh, the inspiration for the song "Disappointer." I'm a huge fan of the song. As I mentioned before, I immediately uh, resonated. That song resonated with me. Um, so let's uh, let's take a listen to it. Aquí en mi vecindad.
I love I love that song um, and definitely the lyrics. I could relate a lot to the lyrics because, you know, especially if you have a little bit of uh, people pleasing codependency, you're always going to, you know, be in the back of your mind. It's like, oh, is that person happy? Not happy. Like, mm-hmm. am I disappointing them? It, it sucks. But yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people go through that. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, man, like those, uh, all of those songs have, have something, you know, there's definitely a meaning behind every single song. And so, um, I think the only one that, that was more like for entertainment was Chase, the song Chase. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, kind of a weird little horror, horror punk kind of a song. So that was more for fun, but I think the rest of the songs, yeah. They definitely have a meaning behind them. That was actually one of G's Pick favorite them. songs. So yeah. let's let's listen to it. Thanks. 
mean, there's a lot of really good material that you guys have. I was just blown away, like how how much music, not just with Tatura, but also as a single artist that you've done in the last, geez, what is that, three years? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, Shanks FM, it's, that's just me, you know, like that's, that's what it comes out when I do things by myself. But then when we do Datura stuff, it's like, it's just cool to have that input from Jake and have the input from Tiffany and, and then build what we, what we sound like right now, you know, you know, Shanks, Shanks FM is the one that got signed by, um, Cold Transmission Music out in Germany. And then, and then, Datura is now with, you know, Sell the Heart Records, and we're working with Backhave Productions in Poland. Um, so, you know, uh, one's doing this thing, one's doing the other, but we're still, like, kind of reaching out to that similar crowd, you know? So it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. it's kind of neat because you can tile it in and bundle deal for a Europe thing if you ever needed to. Right. You know, do for and not really, you know, it's, you know, it could be, it could be more lucrative for yourself. So push it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Speaking of bundled deals on the uh, Sell the Hearts record store, I did see that there's a pretty sweet bundled deal where you get a t-shirt, you get a CD and a cassette. It's right. like a bundled package. Really? It yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bunch of people got their shirts before we did, you know, like, I was like, oh, that's awesome. They're, they're getting their gear, their CDs or cassettes before we did. So uh, that was cool. And I was just like, man, I can't wait to get ours, you know. But, uh, but yeah, dude, um, they did an awesome job. Andy's doing an awesome job. He's super good at what he's doing. So we're really happy to work with him. Cool. Well, thank you, David, for joining us tonight we will be playing many of your songs tonight and in future shows to come and if you release any songs that you want us to play just uh, feel free to reach out to us reach out to us yeah totally anytime yeah dude, well, we appreciate you guys man thank you thank you Datura, shanks and david all in one thank you very much of course yeah, gracias. Uh, mil gracias. Uh, again, you know, very pleasant surprise. Uh, absolutely enjoyed. And, um, you know, looking forward to, to the future of the Tura. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope to meet you guys in person, you know, sometime. So that'll be cool. We'll have a beer well, or something. Next time we'll yeah. have a beer. Some wine. Yeah, absolutely, man. We, we do yeah. it up. Okay, without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to Fantasma. Um, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we are big fans of this song and we're looking forward to future works from uh, David Datura, Shanks FM. Um, en español para que aquí las podamos tocar en mi vecindad. All right, let's enjoy. Oh 
la banda Elástica Radio. Elástica Radio.